Hi, this is Bob Madigan, and you're living, ah, listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and Ron. Sick and Ron. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Right here. Yes, you're listening to Synchronon, and this is Bob Madigan, and uh, I hope you're still going to listen later on, dude. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, D. Simon. I'm your other host, Lance Wackerly. Wackerly, I have a confession to make. Okay. I'm ready to hear your confession, my child. I jacked off to a picture of Monica Lewinsky last night. Like unrolled from a magazine? No, a it's online. An it's image. Like a, it was an image. An image of a Monica. Picture. Semantics. <laughs> like you have a framed picture of Monica Lewinsky. He's under your bed. Well, I could have bought a. I could have bought a copy of Vanity Fair magazine, which had the picture, True. the image that I jacked off to. Did you? No, <laughs> I was reading it online. <laughs> She's you hot. She looks hot in that uh, Vanity Fair picture. It's not like I just. Jacked off. Jake just masturbated to this image of Monica Lewinsky. It, it was an inadvertent. Not like not occurrence. just now? No. I, okay. I, I didn't set out to climax to an image of Monica Lewinsky. What, what ha- it was inadvertent. I was, I was tabbing back and forth, toggling, if you will, between different uh, sites. You know how like you tab between I got YouPorn over here, I got RedTube over here, I got UGIS right here, and you just tab, you know, you, you tab back and forth. Right, but one of your tabs was Monica Lewinsky. I had been reading that essay that she just wrote. Oh, you Fair. should close all your non-porn tabs while you're porning. porning well, it I, up. You know, I figured I would, you know, I was, I was reading it. Then I decided to jack off a bit. And I was going to go back to reading it when I was done. And, and then, so what made you decide to jack off? You were getting horny for Monica Lewinsky. No, I, I, okay, this is what happened. I was planning on jacking off and going to bed. But then I saw a link to the, the Vanity Fair article, so I started reading it, and I was like, oh, it's long. Old, old I was like, man. it's long. So I was like, you know, I'll jack off first, and then I'll read it as, like, you know, just to relax. <laughs> it's just too long to read without beating off. Well, it was way too long to wait to beat off, because I was all in the mood to beat off, you know? I had all my, my – I was prepared. I had all my You're preparations ready. You're just lucky you didn't ready. tab back to, a, like, a picture of Linda Tripp. That might have ruined it. That could have ruined the whole experience. So anyway, I tabbed at the very end. Image of Monica Lewinsky comes up. I was already beyond the point of, of re-tabbing or tabbing to another uh, site. And yeah, I finished with Monica Lewinsky. And then I was thinking, God, that's weird. And then I was looking at her. I'm like, you know, she's kind of hot. She's grown into herself. And plus she has probably a better uh, stylist now. <laughs> but she doesn't have like those stupid that 80s spider bangs and just... Sort of bad. I'm looking at an older picture of her now, next to it. newer yeah, but, pictures. This dumb, like just bad lipstick, slipstick application, and she's too gummy. How old is she? How old is she now? How old is she now? I will tell you. She's uh, she was born in '73. She's, she's older she's, than us. She's, she's 41. Years old. 
But she's not bad looking for 41, I got to say. Well, for most women are still pretty good looking at 41. Yeah, but she hasn't, you could tell she hasn't been married. She doesn't have kids. She hasn't let herself go. I mean, she's a, 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 she's a big girl. She's a big girl, but she's a hot, she's <laughs> Most importantly, girl. She's, she's a famous person, and famous people get special um, treatment. She, she's probably had plastic surgery. There's been some I think she's had there. some plastic surgery. You can't tell me if she came up and she was like, I want to blow you, you can jack off my tits, you would say no. I didn't say that. Why, why would I say that? I said Gosh, she looks exactly. good in her Vanity Fair spread. But back, I remember back in the nineties, I was like, back oh. in the day, I'd be like, eh, I was like, yeah, Clinton okay. <laughs> boned a fat chick. And I was like, okay, I would, I would do that. I wouldn't want my friends to know. But now it's I don't good. even care. It if wasn't, my it wasn't her weight that bothered me. It was, it was her weird. I am a DC like groupie look that bothered me. You just didn't like that intern aspect. That that. It's the whole Washington. Didn't you know anybody in high school or or college or from anywhere that like went on to go like live and work in DC and they were just always the biggest dickheads? Yeah, no. And she looked. She had that look about her douchey aspect of their of their. Not even over like overachieving. If if one of my friends was an over or acquaintances was an overachiever and they you know went and were working on a cure for cancer. That kind of overachieving doesn't bother me. But like, I really want to go work in Washington D.C. with the senators and like, and the the Washington politicians and maybe even the president. Well, I don't call like fuck, a, like fuck the president. I don't call someone working on a cure for cancer overachieving. I call like the self righteous overachiever who's just like I'm going to work in politics. I'm the going to affect of policy power. change. The White the House. Power. Be near these powerful men. I walk just right like, by the Lincoln Memorial every day, and I just think about what a great country this is. She Fuck just wanted off. Bill Clinton's testicles in her mouth. I think that's the all most she wanted. Powerful so she set man in the deal. universe, the most important person. Did you read the essay? No, <laughs> I could care less what she has to say. Well, I was wondering what does where she she's has been? to say. Nothing. Well, you know, I was wondering like what the deal is with her right now. Like, where's she been? Why is she? Why is? Why oh, suddenly is she making headlines now? What you been up to, girl? Well, I don't know. <laughs> hey, girl, the the only thing uh, I skimmed lost some it. weight. She uh, apparently regrets the affair. She regrets everything that happened. She said if she can go back in time, she she would rewind the tape and make sure it never happened. Make sure she didn't get caught. <laughs> oh, you know what she did say though? Um, she she said that Bill Clinton because I, I guess the reporter asked her, "Did he satisfy you?" And she's like. Kind of maybe. She implied that he reciprocated because everyone always thinks that she what, just sucked his dick it? and he shoved a cigar like, you know, in her, uh, you know, in her pussy. And then uh, and no one, no one's ever asked like, so did he reciprocate? And she implied that, yeah, he like went down on her. Bill Clinton, she got eaten out by the president. It's quite that, an honor. Yeah, for who an cares? <laughs> I mean, she's one in a long line. It's not like she's. She's just the one who went. I mean, really, the only unique part of the story was Linda Tripp, who convicted because she was a fucking idiot. I mean, she might not be an idiot anymore, but that back then she definitely was. Linda Tripp convinced her that, like, oh, you need to go public. Like any real bimbo worth her salt would be like, shut the fuck up, you fat, ugly or whore. Get paid off. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. I, the first thing in in whore school for real whore like no i'm not gonna go public i might get a payoff later yeah like you said but i'm not gonna like give you the tape and not get anything for myself why not threaten to go public then get paid off right and then keep your mouth shut well what about that one jennifer flowers was it mm-hmm. she wasn't bad looking I, well, yeah i was young enough that i didn't 
where and they didn't we didn't have the internet back then. So if you really wanted to per- pay attention to the Jennifer Flowers story, you would have had to be like reading US News and World Report every week and I wasn't fucking doing that when I was how old were we? I don't 18, know. 18, like 19, 19, 20, 21. 20 or something. I wasn't like reading Newsweek to get up on like all the Clinton bimba. So I don't really even know what happened with that one. Lewinsky says she wouldn't vote for Hillary. And yeah, she, she dreads Hillary becoming becoming president. As do I. Do you think Hillary would have her snuffed out? Like first executive <laughs> okay. order? Well, I mean, why would Hillary even care? Well, what, maybe she holds a grudge. I wouldn't put it past Hillary Clinton to be like, you know what? Like I said, Clinton, you know, she's been married him forever. He's probably fucked a hundred women while they've been together. But she embarrassed Hillary. I could see Hillary being like, you know, I'm just going to get the Secret Service over here. Let's just make it look like an accident. When you think about the politics of it, I'm not so sure. It made Hillary look sympathetic. Women, women totally flocked to Hillary's side. You know, she's the she's the mistreated wife of this womanizer, and now you know, look at her now. Well, I think even even this article coming out, I think boosts Hillary's profile. Because people I, rem- oh, like, oh, rem- like, okay, Hillary's looking too shrill. What can we do to like uh, humanize her a little more? Oh, well, why don't we publish a story by, uh, you know, uh, whatever this bitch's name is? I can't Monica remember. Lewinsky. Monica Lewinsky. And people will remember that not only, you know, not only Hill- is Hillary a great statesman and she's the fucking Secretary of State. She did so much good for the country while she was Secretary of State. Oh, and she was a senator from New York. Oh, did she live in New York? No, she just moved to New York and became a senator. And then she was the first. Oh, but remember, she's human. Remember when she went through that hard time when Monica was fucking blowing her husband in his office and he was fucking with a cigar? Well, no, I can understand that this was orchestrated to boost Hillary's image in the public eye. But Maybe. back in the day, back in the 90s, I just remember looking at Bill Clinton being like, you know, high five, bang your interns. Look at you, how ugly your wife is. I bet you he hadn't had a blowjob from Hillary Clinton since like the 70s. You think Hillary Clinton's ever given him a blowjob? Once in the 70s in college. It wouldn't like, surprise me if, you know, in this, you'll never find out. But if I was omnipotent to find out like, wow, Hillary Clinton never blew Bill Clinton. Never. Not once. It, it wouldn't surprise me. I'd be like, hmm, that's that's an interesting factoid. That should be in a trivia pursuit set. How many times did Hillary Clinton blow Bill Clinton? Zero? Five? It wouldn't surprise 50. me that she condoned his sexual forays either. I think she was just like, you know what? Yeah. Just go have your indiscretions. I really don't want I you don't near care. my vagina. I never did. I don't think she likes to have sex. No. Could you imagine her? Like, Could you imagine her O face? <laughs> I'd much rather bang Monica Lewinsky. So tell me, if you're on an airplane... You're on an airplane. You're flying. You had I don't know, a couple of vodka tonics. Monica Lewinsky sitting next to you, and she's like, "Hey, you want to go to the bathroom? We'll give you a blowjob. Hmm. Would you do it?" She's Monica Lewinsky, or she's just some unknown that looks like Monica Lewinsky. Monica Lewinsky. The no, then no. Monica Lewinsky. Why? No. Just because she's famous? Yeah, I don't want to be known as like, oh, Monica, like on TMZ, Monica, oh, Monica Lewinsky was on a plane. She went to a bathroom with some guy, this doof. And then they show my picture, just uh, my fucking fat head and stupid beard. See, people, now that's why this show is virtually unknown. Wackerly does not want to even publicize a show in such a glaring fashion. Like, why? You could, you could go up there and be like, Lance Wackerly of the Sick and Wrong podcast was getting his dick sucked by Monica Lewinsky. And go down on this fat pig. <laughs> who looks pretty good, but let's face it. 
Well, just think about it. How much uh, exposure we get for the show? We'd be famous. It'd be great. That'd be, that'd be a great yeah, spot. My, li- my life is more. <laughs> my other parts of my life uh, uh, dwarf this show. I don't think your girlfriend would care all that much because you'd be like, no. "I did it for the show. I did it for D." Yeah, we just made a lot of noise in there. I didn't even touch her. We just banged around. So, did you read about that uh, that woman, drunk woman in her twenties, who was on that Virgin Atlantic plane from London to Vegas? The English bird. English bird. Northern yeah. bird, probably. She went off to the toilet, the lavatory, to have sex the with loo. a man she just met. A guy sitting next to I'm going to the levee to fuck this bloke. <laughs> a bloke she just met. And yeah. uh, things got heated between them. They went, and she was sitting next to her parents. That, that's another thing, too. Another aspect of the story that you cannot, you cannot omit this aspect. She was sitting next to her parents. She was drinking with her parents. Struck up a conversation with some bloke who she didn't even know. They sneak off to the bathroom and they were caught because their cries of passion were so loud that uh, other other passengers complained. Have photographs of this woman surfaced? No, I'm wondering what she looked like, though. So do I. And who is this guy? You're like, oh, this girl's pretty cute. Start chatting her up. What are you doing? Oh, I'm on vacation with my parents. They're right here. This is my mom, Susan, and my dad, you know, Barry or whatever. And you're just like, oh, okay. Well, nice to meet you. Putting in my headphones now. I just picture. No, he just kept going for it. I picture some drunk English guys Whoa. knock back a couple of Stellars. Like, all right, let's go to the loo. It's your mom, mate. She still got a nice pair of titties on her. I'll give you a good old rogering. You're gonna be looking good when you're that age, apparently. I reckon. I wonder how old the guy was. Um. <laughs> I wonder if it was Richard Branson. She was flying Virgin Atlantic. I don't think Richard Branson this. flies in coach on his airline. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the crew um, knocked on the door to find out if they're okay because they were screaming. And no answer. So they forced the door open. And then the girl lost it. She became abusive, started swearing, kicking. So they had to shackle her to the seat. Do you think that that's a – I was thinking about this when I read the story. Do you think that's a reaction to being – really embarrassed and you know there's nowhere to go you can't hide your face because you're on this plane that you become super uh you know aggressive or whatever uh there's a better word for it but i can't think of it right now you mean when uh when you're you accused of something out. like you become defensive and lash out you're defensive and, and defensive and aggressive and you lash out because you know you're so embarrassed that what else you're going to do is become a belligerent i think she was just wasted and just an idiot just a drunk, just, I think drunk, it's a, a I think it's like a fight idiot. or flight response. Like like you're like I'm gonna fight and pretend like I didn't do anything wrong, even though I totally know I was being an asshole. What was a guy doing just sitting there like, hey, can't make a hoe a housewife? Not my fault. <laughs> Mile High Club. What what? Yeah, yeah, what what? <laughs> high five. Yeah, I mean he didn't get belligerent. No, he, he didn't get shackled. He didn't get shackled to a seat. He's just like, oh, sorry, mate. And a bit a little rumpy bumpy in there. You know how it is. What do you think her parents did while their daughter is shackled to a seat because she was fucking in the bathroom? I mean, I would ask the stewardess to move and I'd be like, I don't know who that girl is. Oh, I thought she was your daughter. Nope. <laughs> nope. I have That's no what I thought, but I'm not, I don't even know her. I was just sitting next to them. And the well, mom has to be all like, like you know, oh, calm down. Oh, that probably wasn't a good idea, but we'll get there, and this will be all be over soon. Trying to comfort her. Fuck you, mom. This was on the flight 
to their destination. So they still have to spend the vacation in Vegas. What do you think yep. she's going to get ruined. up to in Vegas? Whole vacation ruined. Family's not talking. It's awkward. That's for sure. Yeah, awkward. But awkward Richard, I don't hell. know how ruined it is. The U.S. authorities questioned her, but they released her with just a warning. It's you're going to be embarrassed. I don't know. I mean, is this just like a super chavy family, like in that show Shameless? I mean, the name of the show, right? Are they just a shameless family, and they just get there like, oh, that was a laugh. Yeah, and then they yeah. just go on to fucking get wasted and party in Vegas for seven days and. Fly Where's back. the sense of decorum that the English people are supposed to have? The stiff upper lip. I know. Well, but you know, it, it makes me wonder though. What are like? What is the protocol? For stewardesses and pilots to, to to do if uh, couples having sex in the bathroom, like how often does well, that for, happen? Let's start. From, let's start from the start, though. What's the? And it's, I'm not going to go along with this, but what's the? Here's the protocol to having sex in the bathroom of an airplane because people do it. I haven't done it. Have you? Did you just tell us that you, you beat off on the plane one time? I never had sex. I had sex with myself on a plane. That counts. I wasn't half. screaming in passion, though. I You're in that half-mile high club. Being kind of quiet. And that's all I was going to say. <laughs> what you just said is all I was going to say. Be discreet. Don't go into the bathroom together. Like, one person go in, and then when enough time has passed, like, where it seems like the other person might have left if people aren't paying attention, the other person goes in, and then you don't make a bunch of noise. And you should you keep defecate, your fucking trap though, shut. But you should defecate so it smells, so people think that you're, uh, you know, taking a shit in there. Plus, it's like a skunk and or octopus defense. People will kind of stay away. Like, Because they're just like, oh, man. I'm going to wait a while before I go in there. Oh, they're having sex in there. Oh, well, okay. it will give you – if you think about it, if you take a, just a really smelly shit, you know, they're not going to go back there for ah, at least 10 minutes. You get 10 the girl minutes or to the get guy your rocks off. Or both. Well, no other passengers. So they're going to steer clear. No, so no, you... no. Who takes the shit? Either or. You just rock, paper, scissors. What if you mix it up in there? You mean if you both take a shit? Like she shits on your shit? Is there a name for that? I've never done that. Is there a name for that? I think it's called topping off. <laughs> topped my girl off last night. What? Well, she took a shit. Then she didn't flush it. Then I took a shit. You topped her off. Yeah. What if you just keep it's romantic. doing it? What if you keep doing it like that game where you, like, you, you put your hand over the other person's hand on the baseball bat and whoever ends up on the top? Right. I guess in this case you lose. That's just sick though. That's gross. It's like making a mountain out of a molehill. Excessive. Hill. Like if you just top off a couple times, it's fine. How many times? <laughs> well, it's romantic it if you do it, it once depends or twice. How deep the bowl is. It's romantic if you do it once or twice. It's disgusting if you do it like five times. I think there's a threshold for topping off. But so anyway, okay. What what is, what is the protocol? So if you're if you're discreet, no one catches you. I don't see anything wrong with it. Well, Man. there's something wrong with it. It's just there's just a way to go about it if you're going to have to do it, and that's to be quiet. But she was making so much noise that like the other passengers, passengers were disturbed. But it puts the flight attendant in a precarious situation because now the passengers are alerting the crew. The crew comes over and it's like, oh, man, there's someone fucking in the bathroom. Now i got to go Again. do something. Right. And it's like, excuse me, knocking on the door. Is everything okay? Is everything okay in there? Excuse me. And then, you know, they're obviously having sex. You can hear them crying in passion. And you can smell it. And you can the smell bedussy. it. Yeah. And so then, well, what do you do? You, you gotta, like, you gotta, I guess you have to force the door open. I mean, I imagine they probably alerted the captain. I love how everything's up to the captain. He's the captain of the ship. He can, like, execute people. He can marry you. He can, like, christen your baby. Can a pilot marry you? Yeah. I, I mean, it wouldn't be safe, because who's flying the plane at that point? <laughs> but is it just, like, out at sea? Or is it not the same? 
I, I don't know. I don't know if the I don't know he's if I, he's like the he's like the leader. He's like the supreme governor dictator of everybody on that plane. Well, I don't know if a seafaring captain and a airborne pilot have the same. It's the privileges, same. you know. It's the same. It's just on, like I said, on the boat, the captain could go away from the wheel and do whatever, and what's the worst that could happen? Yeah, an autopilot. Didn't you ever see airplane? They got that blow up guy comes out, flies the plane. <laughs> Is the blow up guy second in command? Can he marry you? Can you get married by the blow up guy? Possibly. I, yeah. I don't know if uh, it'd be a quick ceremony. Yeah. Um. So I was reading this article here in Slate. It says that flight attendants have historically received very little training on how to deal with this type of situation. Um, supposedly, what, they're, what, what they say to do is they have to knock, inquire politely if everything's okay, and then barge in if necessary. But um, few, few flight attendants tolerate sex on board. <laughs> Meaning some do. I think some probably just ignore it and just let it finish. But they don't allow two people, two able-bodied adults, to go into the bathroom together. So, like, as you were saying, one goes in there, one waits a couple minutes, then slips in. Is the bathroom in first class larger than the bathrooms in coach? Because the bathrooms in coach are so completely fucking tiny. I don't even shit in them. So you wouldn't even probably be able to bang Monica Lewinsky in a bathroom in coach. I doubt it. She'd probably be too big. I mean, mean, both of us would be too big. Well, I mean, maybe. Where there's get... a will, there's a way. I'm a firm believer in that. I'm just saying. I mean, at some point, it's like, how about I just give you my fucking cell phone number, and when we land and get to our respective hotels, we'll get it on in a proper way. Well, I think that's the way you should do it. I don't see why. Like, why you can't wait two hours? I think you know, it's you... thrilling. It's like an exhibitionist thing, though, right? It probably is. Well, no, it, it is. It is. I mean, it's like you're 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 getting the thrill. Getting your rocks off by having sex in public. Uh, so flight attendants, if they don't get a response here after knocking on the door, they can. They have the right to unlock and open lavatory doors. Um, and they, they usually it's because of a security threat, because they're worried someone might be you know, assembling a bomb in there. But uh, apparently some flight attendants have reported that some passengers don't even bother with the bathroom, which forces flight attendants to tap them on the shoulder and request that they stop having sex in their seats. That's got to be awkward. How do you do that? You lift up the armrest and like you sort of you're like back to front and she's like facing the window or is she just fucking full on straddling you with her head hitting like where the little uh, air mask comes down from? I, you know, I couldn't even unless you're standing up and you're just banging her and she's bent over the, the seat because there's nobody in the, like the back <laughs> rows. There's no room in the row to stand up and bang somebody sitting over the seat. I don't know, a fat guy like can't six even inches. sit in those seats. I wonder what, what does the other passenger do who's sitting in seat A, the aisle seat? I think these are flights where they're not full, which is another thing that rarely happens. You used to always get on flights that weren't full, and the airline would just be like, well, you guys lucked out. There's like This plane's only half full. But nowadays, the planes are so stingy, they just cancel that flight. They're like, this flight's half full. We're not fucking flying this plane. We'll, we'll stuff all these passengers onto later planes. Yeah, exactly. And then the ones that don't fit, we'll give them some kind of bullshit voucher and they'll just miss work on Monday and their kids, you know, bris or whatever. I wouldn't, I remember back then, then you get like the whole row to yourself. Yeah. That would happen. Not all the time, but 10% of the time, 15% of the time, that shit never happens anymore. It's always, 99% of the flights that I'm on are completely at capacity. Yeah. No, I haven't, I don't even remember the last time I flew on a half empty flight. They oversell them. 
They actually sell more tickets than they even have seats on the plane. And then they're just like, oh, sorry, people. We and then they'll bump it. you and they'll give you a voucher. Yeah. Wait a minute. You have a computer, right? <laughs> and you know how many seats are on the plane? And you have a computer when people buy tickets, you like record their name in the computer? How the fuck did you sell more seats than their seats on the plane? So Richard Branson here has pledged that his employees, Virgin Atlantic and Virgin America, are not to, tie, not to bang on laboratory doors when a couple slips in there. He offers a more intimate flight on Virgin. What are they supposed to do? Just let them get it on? Yeah. That guy's a pervert. Look at him. Look at that beard. That pedo beard. Is he, no, he's English, isn't he? No, so, I think he's Australian. No, I'm pretty sure he's English. Sir Richard Branson, he was knighted. Well, yeah, it's a fucking protectorate of the realm. Well, people say, though, he's a throwback to the 60s and 70s, when back then, flight crews were not only willing to look the other way, but they even shared a laugh with post-coital passengers. He was born in the United Kingdom. So he's English. In London. I think he's old school. Like, I think back in the day, I bet you that guy just loved to fly and get his dick sucked. Like, he liked to have oral sex on, it's a good way to uh, on crash planes. Your plane. I bet you that's his fetish. Doesn't he look like a guy that'd be a, that you'd see at a swingers club? Look yeah, at him. except he's a billionaire. Well, I bet <laughs> he you he on the swingers club. But you know what he probably does? He probably buys an island in Fiji and just like has beautiful people come there and everyone just fucks for like a weekend. Yeah, no and, uglies. Yeah, no. We would never get invited. No. But um, but yeah, no. There's probably like beautiful people just go. Oh yeah, you've been to Richard Branson's parties. Yeah, you know, bring It'd be some good lube. to be Branson. Yeah. I have to admit, he just oh, does okay. whatever he wants. Nah, but you could tell he's a pervert. He probably likes you know finger in the bomb. That's for sure. Who doesn't? <laughs> According to Flight Legend, crew members occasionally greeted couples returning from the bathroom with a glass of champagne and a cigarette, and officially welcomed them to the Mile High Club. A cigarette? You can't smoke on the plane. What is this, 1950? No, back in the 60s. That's what they did. Oh, 60s. I They're like, really here's some champagne. Here's a cigarette. High five. You're in the Mile High Club. Good job. Has his airline been around that long? No, but this is that's what they did back in the day. I don't. Think... Oh, just in general. It's a throwback. Sounds like an urban legend. Well, that's what they say, according to Flight Attendant Legend. Yeah. But um, nowadays... You know, they don't tolerate after the other thing back then it was, just, it was all adults on the plane because I mean it was so expensive to fly. Like nobody was taking their oh, I'm taking my whole family, including like the toddler, my eight year old, on a flight to Salt Lake City because you know just for their weekend because that's where my fucking sister lives now. It was like no people, adults are on the flight. There's drinking and smoking. The ticket costs the equivalent of like eight thousand dollars. People are, <laughs> the guys are wearing suits. There's no children on the... The only way there's a children on the plane is if the kid was, like, dying and being flown to some hospital, like, where the only hospital they could do with a life-saving procedure. No, you, you watch Mad Men, and you, you always see... You see Don Draper on a plane. There are no other children. It's like no, business. it's all men. adults. Yeah. And there aren't it's poor adults. people either, for that matter. You know, there's no, like, Joe, like, Ooh, I got my uh, basketball jersey on and my mesh shorts and my flip-flops. And back then, stewardess. I'm done going getting on the airplane. Remember that? Like those Pan Am chicks? Stewardesses right. were hot. Yeah, well, I mean, all service people back then were hot because you didn't get the job if you were ugly. They say here that uh, post 9-11, that's when uh, they've driven the Mile High Club underground. Got to be discreet now. You got to go fuck in the baggage hold. <laughs> <laughs> Which if you think about it, if you get found down there, they'd definitely think you're a terrorist. <laughs> if you're just having sex in the baggage hold. out of the plane. 
<laughs> well, you know what? I I, th- I agree with I agree with Wackerly here. Just be discreet about it. And you know, honestly, don't even sneak off the bath. Just get a hand job at your seat. Yeah, that's what the blanket's for. That's what the blanket's for. The blanket's for. so thin; it doesn't keep you warm. It's only for hand jobs. And we, in fact, when you ask the stewardess, be like, "Can I get one of those hand job blankets?" <laughs> Sir, you're the only uh, person in this row. I, I'm going to get myself a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> Still a hand job. <laughs> Do you think does mutual masturbation count as Mile High Club? No, clearly not. So you have to actually achieve vaginal penetration. I mean, you can PIV. What is PIV? Penis and vagina. I mean, Penis, mutual okay, masturbation. You still have a finger in in penetrating her vagina, but that does not count. It's right. fun. It's a bit of fun, but it doesn't count as. In order high. to get in the Mile High Club. And to be able to tell people that you've had sex on a plane, you actually have to have PIV. No, you can tell people you had sex on a plane if you mutually masturbated. You can't say you're in the Mile High Club. But my point being is, who cares if you're in the Mile High Club? It's not something to achieve. Nobody gives a shit. Richard Branson In fact, does. you're just an asshole for bringing it up. <laughs> I think you just bring it up to make other people feel uncomfortable. Because you're just going to look at like, I mean, you're, you're just like, like you're at the bar and, I don't know, one of your friends or even worse, somebody you don't even know. Hey, what's going on, man? I uh, just came to this bar drinking. Just got in the Mile High Club. <sighs> Shut the fuck up. And then you just, you know, the person's going to move. Like, they don't want to hear about your goddamn Mile High Club fucking shenanigans. It doesn't even matter if you're a man or a woman. Like, if you're a woman saying, like, I just had sex with some random guy in the bathroom on the plane. It's going to be like, oh, God. I think I just caught herpes because you sneezed on me. <laughs> Stand over there, please. You know, just get a hand job underneath the hand job blanket. Be happy with that. People, this is episode 431 here of Sick and Wrong. You know the way the show works. Wacker and I read the most disturbing news items of the week. You can send them to sickandwrongpodcast.hotmail.com. Submit them via Facebook or Twitter. If we give you credit, if we actually read your story and give you credit, we will send you a Sick and Wrong Care package. Uh, we got a few good stories this week. Before we get to our first one, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. First story we got here came in from uh, Kayla. Kayla says, I think piss stories are the new shit stories. Hmm. Love you guys. Interesting, interesting concept. You know, you know, it is kind of, we've been doing a lot of piss stories recently. Maybe, maybe they are becoming in vogue and, and shit stories are passe. <laughs> well, regardless, we do actually have shit stories coming up later in the show. It's been a while. of that band that Beyonce used to be in. <laughs> What, Destiny's Child? Is that it? I thought they were called En Vogue. No, En no, Vogue. Was, en Vogue was from generation. the 90s, yeah. yeah. They appreciate a good shit story. Beyonce wasn't in that band. <laughs> yeah, I know. She, was she even born when they were like, Probably popular? Probably not. Did That's anybody true. famous come out of that band and make a solo career? Tina no. Turner, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if Tina Turner took a shit on your chest, that would be a good shit story. I would probably tell that story on the show. What if she did it to you on a plane? Yeah. The Thunderdome. <laughs> Welcome to Thunderdome. 
cabbie drugged women with diuretics in Tokyo. Now, diuretics, depending on how you pronounce it, can be a shitting device or a urine. Is it diuretics? Diuretics. So this is a yeah. This pee pee, not a poo poo story. This is a piss story. I want to. I want to like. But first off, before we get started here, I want to deduct points for this this story occurring in Japan. I just gotta say because this is something that's commonplace in Japan. Like you, you you redo a story about a Japanese pervert. You're like, yeah, well, it's Japan. What do you expect? (laughs) But but I was about to say Japan, but Japan. It doesn't get the same handicap as like something happening in China or Malaysia where you're just like fucked up shit happened. I mean, it's a fully westernized country. No, I guess it's not westernized. There's a fully first world modern day yeah, but completely you have to qualify commercialized it, capitalistic society. But you got to qualify it. So if something completely fucked up and sick happens in China, you're like, yeah, well, sick things happen here all the time. If something truly just bizarre and perverted happens in Japan, you're like, well, they're Japanese people. I guess do. what I'm trying to say, I mean, I get what you're saying, and that's a valid point. But I, what I'm trying to say is, I but I believe this because sometimes there's news things that come out of like, oh no, know, I, I, shit, I, I you're like, believe this. who the fuck knows? And like, you know, it's communist controlled media. Who even knows what this means? But like in Japan, you're like, if a Japan news reported on it, I kind of believe it. Yeah, this one I believe it. Like, I'm not even questioning that this happened. I'm just saying because it happened. If this happened in Iowa. I would have been like, oh, that's a pretty twisted story. If this happened in Iowa, I'd be like, is there a cab driver in Iowa? <laughs> is there a cab company in Iowa? Does everybody just drive around a big lifted truck? So um, in Tokyo, Japan, a Japanese taxi driver who got a sexual thrill out of watching women desperate to urinate has been arrested for allegedly feeding passengers snacks laced with diuretics. Ooh. <laughs> I like it. Your, Jap- your Japanese impression sounds like an old Japanese man who's constipated. No, it's a drunk Japanese businessman. It's better if there's – because there's got to be like five other people going – if you could just loop this and make it seem like there's five of me. You know they get just wasted, right? I think that's one of the best parts of Japanese culture. You know, uh, Joe Kelly went to Japan. He was—he just said he was just amazed by how many drunk Japanese businessmen that would just pass out under a bush on the side of the it's, road. The problem, on the side I mean, I like getting wasted, but the problem is it's like you're obligated to do it, and you're obligated to do it with your coworkers and boss. Like you're not allowed to stop drinking until your boss wants to stop drinking, which takes a great thing like getting completely pass out drunk shit-faced and actually makes it kind of annoying. Yeah, but they're Asian. It takes like two beers. Ooh. <laughs> Toshihiko Nishi, 41 years old, lured women into long rides in his cab, in at least one case offering a half-price fare, and then he plied them with crackers covered in a substance that would make them want to go to the toilet. This is the, th- this is the problem with Jap- Japan. Like the fact that businessmen, drunk, can pass out underneath a bush on the sidewalk and not get robbed or rolled like they would in this country. The fact that women... Alone, like a woman by herself, would be like, "Oh, okay, I'll I'll have some of your snack cakes. Here, give me some of those crackers. Yeah, you. I'll take a long ride in your cab for half price." (laughs) 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 Wearing a little schoolgirl outfit. Yes, (laughs) Japanese people are too trusting. That's the problem. They're just too trusting. Are too servile. Yeah, exactly. They're too servile. Eat eat the cracker. 
You do crackle. You do crackle. And they'll just do. I mean, they, they, you know, it's it's such a a patriarchal society that they're just like, okay, yeah, whatever you're telling me to do, yeah. I'll do this. Can you imagine your sister? Fuck you! I'm not eating your dirty <laughs> cabbie cracker. Take me I home. Could just, I could just imagine. I yeah, I could shit. see my sister as being like, what? Is I got shit. Take me cr- home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that'd be a Japanese cab driver would be into that. They just, you know what they they need more Indian cab drivers. That's what they need because Indian cab drivers don't tolerate this type of guff. No, they're just like get in the cab. And they just get really angry at you if you're trying to like if you can't remember your destination or if you're drunk and you give them the wrong direction. They just <laughs> they, they, they curse the you out. Like the radio's like ding dong. Uh, can you change this? Oh, do not. You do get your own cab. You can put on the radio. Where do and you then, want to go? And then you're really high, and you're just like, I thought it was over here. Where are ding we going? Ding you get out of cab now. If, if you ever had one, just come around, get so pissed off, come around, open up the door, and just throw you out. Or you think, uh, I have this friend who, when I get a cab, I'm just like, just here's where I want to go, and then I just tune out. But I have a friend who he fucking, it just annoys the fuck out of me. He's always trying to like... Why are you going this way? You gotta go this oh, way. God. Why are you gonna go this you way? Don't argue go with that him. way. And she's like, just let him drive wherever the fuck he wants. I mean, <laughs> as long as he's not taking us like around the peninsula, if the, if it takes a minute longer and he charges us an extra two dollars, the reason I'm in a cab is because I'm fucking wasted. It's better than me driving in a DUI. I just don't know. I don't argue with them unless it's like egregiously wrong. Like if they're going the completely wrong direction, I'll be like, like hey, taking you through the worst neighborhood. If in well, East if you're Oakland, just getting like, taken really? for a ride and it's obvious, you know, right. But Indian people wouldn't tolerate this type of, they're, you know, they're, they're straight. They're all business. Those Indian cabbies, not these Uber cabbies or these Lyft drivers. I could see well, them doing them something like this. It's all races of Uber driver. I know, but I could see a Lyft driver being into this type of perversion, especially a <laughs> Japanese one. So police raided this guy's home, and they found that Nishi had had uh, videos from a security camera inside his cab that showed around 50 women wetting themselves on his back seat. One alleged victim told police that she got into his cab in Osaka. She had been given a small paper cup containing water biscuits. I don't even know what those are. Water biscuits. I know what a water cracker is. I know what an air biscuit is. I know what water is. <laughs> You know what a biscuit is? What's a water biscuit? Never eat is food water from a or cabbie. is it a biscuit? Just don't eat food from a cab driver. No. Be like be like the sister. No, I'm not <laughs> eating your fucking dirty cabbie food. Try I can see my sister cab. throwing it back at him. Yeah. She would be appalled. But but here it is, you and know, Jer- Japanese girl. Big Jer Big Jer would be like, oh so I'm his sister would slap his hand. <laughs> don't eat the cabbie's food. But here's a servile Japanese schoolgirl. It's just like, you know, okay, get in your cab. I'll try some of your water biscuits. You don't want to be impolite. You don't want to offend. Eat crackle. Short time after eating the snack, she began to feel the need to, to use the toilet. But when she told the driver to let her out of the car so she could relieve herself, he refused. And instead, he passed back an absorbent sheet on which he encouraged her to urinate. <laughs> What the fuck is an absorbent sheet? Like a sheet that's a sponge? Like a maxi pad. Oh. <laughs> but it was probably like it. a big maxi pad that he just carried in his cab along with his water biscuits. Only a Japanese cab driver would have something like this. Who pisses in a maxi pad? I think this guy, this is this guy's fetish. So many red flags in this story, by the way. Like this would never happen in America. 
Well, yeah, it would. Well, maybe in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) I could totally see this happening in America. After he was arrested and questioned, he said, I got excited by watching women trying to withstand the urge to urinate. How did he finally get arrested? Because they, they, uh, this victim went to the police and they raided his home, found videos. There's probably a ton of victims that didn't complain to the police. Yeah, they said over 50 women were recorded. Well, yeah, he has all these videos. What's with the videos, too? Well, he had security videos. And, you know, cabs have security cameras. I know, but what I'm saying with the Japanese... Did you ever... Did I talk about that book or did you read that book, The People Who Eat Darkness, about the guy who would, like, roofie the shit out of girls and, and uh, you know, have, like, rough, weird bondage sex with them? Most of them, he just... He'd let go and then, like, on a Monday, they'd just be like, what the fuck? I blacked out for the whole weekend. I must have gotten super fucked up. And they're always, like, at-risk girls, so they never said anything. But, like, a couple of them he ended up murdering. And then, you know, he got busted for it. And when they busted him, he had all this shit on tape in his apartment, like 600 tapes of him, like, you know, fucking roofied out of their out of their mind, non-consenting women. And once again, Japanese guys, it's, it's this Video. type of perversion. They're, they're just kinky. well, and it's the whole photography. It's the whole photography fetish. Right? They, uh, well, they all they have a photography fetish. Just just they have to have a camera taking pictures of everything. They have to document everything on film, even the pervs. And the, the, well, the pervs do. Like, I can pervs see especially. these pervs going back, and that's what they jack off to. They, like, they don't go to the internet porn. They just have their own videos that they made of them, yeah, raping an unconscious woman. There you go. Or this guy watching a woman who's trying to withstand the urge to urinate. Seems rather tame when you put it that way. Yeah, but do you think <laughs> he's driving erratically to try to force them to piss? Like, oops, yeah, whoa, break, suddenly, you know? He's got a CD of, like, just water sounds. <laughs> babbling brook <laughs> just a babbling brook and he's just driving like swerving all over the road he just keeps opening up sodas <laughs> he said he bought diuretics to the internet and then crushed them to mix with uh with crackers water biscuits <laughs> crackers is it like in a dixie cup like crumbled up crackers <laughs> just a cup full of crackers not, not even crackers, crumbled up crackers. Or else how would you like, if somebody gives you a cracker, you're like, oh, there's weird dust all over it. I'm not eating that. Yeah, if but it's like, if it's all crumbled up cracker and you just have a handful, that's when you don't notice that there's a diuretic in it. Well, haven't you ever been to Little Tokyo? Japanese treats and crackers and confections are just so weird looking. Who would know? True. I mean, they're, they're, they're weird. They're odd shapes. I mean, we wouldn't know. We'd probably just look at that and be like, oh, okay, this what a nice cab driver. He's offering his food. Next thing you know, you're pissing all over the cab. He's taping you so you could jerk off to it later. I know. Do you think he owns his own cab? Because, you know, sometimes they, like, lease the cab from the cab company. I don't know. Do you think he cleans off the back seat? <laughs> I mean, there's got to be a, or Or once he finally gets a, you know... Achieves his ultimate goal and gets a girl to piss all over the place. Is that when he just calls it a night? I bet you he licks it off. <laughs> it seems I like you get quite ill. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It's just piss. What do you have here for the second story? Uh, this was sent in by Barney, uh, from Ogden, Utah. And, uh, so this happened in his home state, but not his hometown. Uh, strangely enough, not Mormons. No Mormons are involved in this. How many Mormons were hurt during the uh, writing of the story? 
uh, occurrence. There's two the homeless people, and it's not uh, it's not clear if they're Mormon or not. There are Catholics involved, which is neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> well, it's uh, it's springtime. You know the time that is. It's time for weddings. Beautiful so weddings, weddings are always. You know, weddings are always occurring in the spring. Yeah, people like to get married in the spring. I don't yeah. know why, really. It's like a rebirth. The problem is the weather is very dicey, and uh, so people they get married in the spring, and they always want to like have an outside wedding. But you know, sometimes it's fucking rainy, and sometimes there's a long winter, and it's still snowing. You know, at the end of April, even in May, in some places. Yeah, you know, you got to you got to be careful about that. Take it's that dicey. Into consideration. Rolling the dice. Uh, these people got married at Sacred Heart Catholic Church, and they're getting married on a Saturday. <laughs> it was May May sixth. Was that a Saturday? What, the Saturday before May sixth is when this occurred. Uh, it was last weekend, and uh, police were summoned to the wedding. Ooh, rowdy uh, rowdy attendees. Usually that happens when you know some people get like get married at their trailer or their caravan for our I like the backyard listeners. weddings. Like you know in, in Bay City, Michigan, there are a lot of backyard weddings. Oh, don't get me wrong, if I were to ever get married, it, I would also have one of these. I'm just saying it's less cl- more or less classy things, more or less. <laughs> oh, there's a higher likelihood of less classy things going on at one of these weddings. Than when you get actually married at the Catholic Church. Oh yeah, no, definitely. There's I mean, a certain decorum at, that people follow when you get married at a church. Well, it's at a religious, you know, a religious uh, institution there. Yeah. So fucking Jesus is looking right down on you, upon you. You can't fucking be pulling. Pranks. You can't be pulling shenanigans at a church. No. I mean, seriously, if there's people a, do, if, if you're religious <laughs> or if you're devout and you believe in hell, there's no quicker way to hell. When you're getting drunk and getting into a drunken brawl or drinking yeah. at a church. I'm pretty sure I was super high at somebody's wedding at the chapel on the Michigan State campus, but I felt bad about it. <laughs> like, Jesus, you'll understand, Big G. I know. I'm really paranoid. Please just make this be over so we can go get beers and I can calm down. I can drink for free. Uh, but actually, so the cops, uh, one of the uh, attendees ran out of the church at around 6 p.m. and flagged down a police cruiser uh, being dri- driven by Officer Rich Stone. That's not, he sounds like a porn police officer, I think. Yeah, he does. He, doesn't he sound like that? Yeah. Or like a, or some guy Rich in, Stone, what's in a 70s action movie or something. Our wedding's not going well. My husband can't even get an erection. Oh, well, ma'am, I shouldn't call the cops for that, but uh, I'll make an exception. Zip. What do you, what do you find more erotic? Pizza, or big sausage pizza delivery porn? Or, uh, or cop porn? porn? Yeah. Wedding porn is pretty good. What's wedding like I saw porn? One like, I saw one like this the other week where the setup was that... Don't worry, this won't take long. <laughs> the setup was that... <laughs> This this slut with these giant fake tits, right? She's, it's her wedding day, and uh, she can't wake up the groom because he did too many shots. And then she brings the best man in. She's like, "Why'd you give him all those shots? I'm trying. I want to have. I want to get fucked. It's my wedding night, and like, you gave him so many shots." And he's like, "Can't." Even, and they're trying to slap him around and get him up so he can fuck his be like slutty porn star wife. 
uh, but obviously they can't get him up. And then she fucks the best. So she fucks the best man because she's like, it's your fault and I want to get fucked. But like the guy's just passed up. So it's like wait. a combination of cuckold porn and wedding porn. So wait, she gets fucked by the best man right next to her husband who just passed out. Well, like at out. one point she has like her hands on the on the, the groom's shoulders even though he's passed out. And the best man just <laughs> railing her from behind. It's pretty hilarious. This is what I'm always talking about. Like the, this is the thr- I think some of these porn studios they are they're throwing back to the whole like let's just make up some story. Just an absurd. No, it's like you know it's a uh, just a theater of the absurd. Right. Porn people of the are, absurd. People are getting bored with the whole just like you know Gonzo POV porn. Gonzo POV mm. porn. Like people do want to watch this dumbass story and laugh at it while they're jerking off and then cry because they're was sh- the shame. Okay, so the cop he's not a porn cop. He's a real cop, Rich Stone. He, uh, he's like, what do you want? What do you want? And like, uh, well, there's a wedding where I'm at this wedding over here. And, uh, these two homeless people are fucking on the lawn of the church. <laughs> Wait, during the wedding? Like, or is this during the reception? No, no, this is during the wedding. You generally don't have the reception at the church. Especially if you don't. Have, yeah, you probably Maybe don't. in the common area, but, but not, that's not normal. Don't they have like a, uh, social hall or something with the they church? They do, but people don't really do it. Cause you want to, you want to like, like, as I was saying before, you want to sort of be on your best behavior when you're in the, in the church on for the, the church ceremony, grounds, but you don't, yeah. you don't want to have to be in your best behavior at the reception. You want to cut loose and get drunk and do the Macarena or whatnot. <laughs> but he, he said he walked over to the couple. They're on the lawn, remember? And he physically saw the sex act. Wow. This is another quote from his report. Uh, the people are called Sandra Cruiser, Ms. Sandra Cruiser, and Wilson Benelli, which are very like highfalutin names for homeless people who fuck on the lawn. Yeah, of the I always church. thought the like I always preferred like a male homeless person to have like Boxcar as his first name. Well, I mean, he might he have a salutation that's not being presented here. Okay, so this is his birth name, his Christian yeah. name. Like Hacksaw Wilson Benley or <laughs> Bindle, Bindle Professional Wilson Benley. But just Wilson Benley is very like, hello, I'm Wilson Benley. Professional hobo. Do you have any ripple? <laughs> I haven't bathed in three months. How, how old are these uh, hobos? Uh, one is 60 and the other one's Ooh. 56. Oh. Oh, the, and of course, you know, hobo sex. The man is 56 and the lady 60. <laughs> oh, it's It seems like it always happens like that. With They're hobos. so drunk they don't care. Hobo well, sex you know, when smells you're a hobo, the worst of all be, sex, by the way. You can't have sort of age limitations when you're a hobo. No. Did you say hobo sex is the worst of all no, sex? No, I'm saying hobo sex smells the worst of oh, all sex. smells the worst for sure. Yeah, like if, if you're talking about like, oh, sex, I can only smell someone that has had sex in this room. You'll smell that the, the fact that a hobo had sex in that room from like... I don't know, two houses away? Well, I mean, you know, from the next town over. <laughs> a hobo was fucking in my bathroom. Whenever you hear a bunch of dogs barking in the middle of the night, it's because two hobos are having sex within, like, five-mile radi- radius. I'm glad hobos don't fly on planes. But aside from the smell, I bet you it's great. You just don't care about anything. Yeah, You're I was like, about to the, say. Fucking I mean, with reckless abandon. Yeah, I mean, no position... Uh, would would be no position is taboo. No, and, and you just—it's the only thing pleasurable. You know, it's free, and it's the only really pleasurable thing you have in your life that you don't have to hustle for. Yeah, and you don't care about getting dirty. 
You don't care about getting some feces on your penis. When you're fucking and one of, you, one of the people fucking is worried about getting dirty, that's not a good thing. No, but I'm saying it's like, you know how like, you know, you know how sometimes you'll go down on your girlfriend, she'll be like, hey, you know, I'm not so clean down there. Maybe you should wait. Yeah, take and a usually, but I'm like, I don't care. But she's like, well, it doesn't. It's not doing it for me because I'm worried about it. Yeah, no, a girl do that. But a homeless woman would be like, go down there. There's it's not like, going to get any dirtier. Ah, oh, there's some like cottage cheese. Like it's not discharge. any dirtier than any other part of my body. <laughs> I mean, it's just there's. She's not going to be concerned. No, about hygiene. Yeah. Like uh, my mouth and my face and my arms are just as dirty. So as long as we're going to do this, let's do it. And she's probably down for any position. You know, I don't do doggy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever. It makes me feel dirty like a dog. Very dehumanizing. Um, this is a quote from his uh, report. He says that Benelli had his tongue and finger inside of Miss Cruzen's vagina. God, how close did this comp get to them to observe this? Pretty close. But uh, I haven't even gotten to the best part yet. So, because you think, like, you just kick the homeless people and they're drunk and they're like, Aah! and then they sort of scurry off to the bushes but no he confronted the couple and they ignored his orders to stop having sex doesn't he have pepper spray or a taser <laughs> i think in utah people are just generally nicer they're not just like tase those fuckers Mormons. they're just like compassionate to people this and this you know it's as a catholic church but I, the cop is probably a mormon excuse me kind sir um, could you please oh. stop engaging in this fornication you on the hallowed ground? <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a, there's a, a you seem to be, you know, I understand right you're at a hard place in your life and this is the only pleasure you have, but, uh, these, these good people are trying to have a wedding. Now I've turned Canadian. <laughs> now you sound Canadian, but I can see this happening in Canada right? too, though. Yeah. You know, it's like these, these people are trying to have a nice wedding. You guys are fucking. Could you please stop? I mean, you can get, I'll let you use my car and finish off. Cause I know how much annoying that can be. I have like three wives. I fuck all the time. You uh, know, if you think about it, Mormons are essentially just Canadians who live in America. Yeah. They eventually had to be pried apart by the police. officer. I don't know if you had like a crowbar. Wait. They also point out that the uh, homeless people were not invited to the wedding. <laughs> They just dropped in. So, so okay. So they weren't guests of, of the of the bride or the no, queen. no. Because would that be great if it was like the bride's you know stepdad, well, or her real dad? I guess that's my real dad. But sorry, <laughs> I told him not to come. <laughs> I didn't invite wedding. him, but whatever. Yeah, he found showed out up. about it in the paper. Yeah, he found found out it through Hobo Wire, the network for hobos. <laughs> How did they pry him apart? Like, did it? Did Rich Stone do this himself, or did he have help? Yeah, no, he's a big cop. He did it himself. You know, wow. he's got a nightstick. It's I not like they're. It's not like they're, it's not like they're dogs, right? Where like physically the cock is stuck in the other dog. Have you ever seen that? I've heard of that, but I think it's an urban myth. No, it's not an urban myth at all. <laughs> but you can't, dogs you have can this, pull a dog off another dog. Yeah, you can, but dogs have this weird. Uh, they have this. I mean, maybe it's not weird. Maybe human penises are weird. I mean, of course they are. But dogs have this thing on their penis. It's like a swollen barbs, nodule right? at the base that, for some reason, evolutionarily is designed to 
I think it's because the female dog doesn't really enjoy getting humped. <laughs> That's it's really only like a human thing, human uh, Homo sapiens thing, where like both people love the sex act. It's mutually fun. Most of dolphins the enjoy it too. Maybe dolphins, but I think most mammals and maybe other animals, like it's, it's pretty aggressive. No, it's it's rape. rape. It's all yeah. about just procreation. And so when the male dog mounts the female dog, like she tries to get away. And so this like swollen bulbous base of the penis is made to sort of stick there. So until the male dog's erection goes down, they're kind of like stuck together. You've never seen this before. It's great. It's one of the go to YouTube and just type in dogs stuck together and watch the videos. It's hilarious. So, okay. So do you watch this before you watch big sausage pizza porn or after, you know, I'm tabbing back and forth. <laughs> You know about that, right? Tabbing. <laughs> so wait, so are you, are you saying that homeless people, like homeless men, have some kind of weird attachment no, no. to their penis? No, I'm saying they're not like that. <laughs> you you were asked how we pried them apart, and I'm saying like it didn't take superhuman. They didn't have to get like the fucking wrecking crew down there with like the jaws of life. I'm just saying like he probably, you know, he he was like, hey, get off her, and he's like, eh. And then, you know, banged around with his nightstick a little bit. It's like, no, seriously, I mean it. Get away from your I thought it was like some disgusting, like, like homeless genital wart just grew on the base of their dick and it sticks inside a homeless woman. Because I couldn't imagine most homeless women want to have sex either. <laughs> I bet you it's pretty much rape in the homeless I mean, world, too. Well, the thing you could see happening is like their gross, dreaded out pubic hair getting stuck together. Yeah, and that's what, and it, it just, you know, it, it implants in the, in the homeless woman's vagina. But remember, this was only like an oral, uh, digital type of thing that was going on. So maybe the guy's beard. Yeah, I got to admire his technique. He's not just down there licking or doing the alphabet with his tongue. He's got his finger in there. He's no, this is his tongue clitoris. and finger inside. Yeah, but I'm vagina. just saying. He's I don't know if he her... knows about the clitoris. Yeah, but he's licking her clitoris, and he's got his his no. finger stimulating her G spot. This guy's got a technique. It says his tongue is inside her vagina. Well, he's probably how, – how does he know? How does he know if it's not just in the tip gently rubbing her clitoris? I mean police officers are trained to ascertain exactly and give an accurate description of a situation so they can testify in court. He says his tongue and finger were both inside her vagina. Well, he, okay, I guess it, – So it that tells me he might be neglecting the clitoris. I think he it de- it depends on what you define as being inside the vagina. Maybe he feels if his tongue is just in the tip on top of the clitoris, that's inside the vagina. I think this guy has a technique inside here. the vulva. Maybe I think this guy has a technique. Near I think most vulva? guys just go down there and they're just licking away, slobbering <laughs> oh. like a, a dog drinking. No, water. I agree. I think he thinks he has a technique. I'm not well, sure if that technique is good. He's a brave man to stick his finger and his tongue inside a homeless woman's vagina. I gotta say <laughs> that. Once you're at rock bottom. It smells like a, a seafood shit. paella in there. Who gives a shit? You're at rock bottom. Like how what how much less dignity could I have? <laughs> what is the inside of my mouth tastes worse than this? I love how they're doing it during the day. I haven't brushed day. my teeth in fucking three months. During the day on the lawn of a church. Like you oh, can't yeah, get much daylight. more conspicuous than that. Yeah, May six PM in May is pretty much broad daylight. So do you think this uh couple Stop Couple. the wedding. Do you think while... they're do you think they're exclusive? 
I don't really give a shit about the wedding. To be honest. No, I'm sure it didn't stop the wedding. If you spent like, you know, not even your sister's level, but you spent like 12 grand on a wedding and all your relatives flew there and you fucking bought a big catering spread and got a band or a DJ or whatever. And you bought a nice dress and a limo and you have your fucking honeymoon tickets all picked out and two homeless people are fucking on the lawn. You're not going to stop the wedding for that. It's good luck. Yeah. But do you, th- do you think they're just continuing doing the whole ceremony and everything, even though there's like. It's obvious that a homeless person's having sex right if outside If it were me, church. I'd be like, could you stop the wedding? Because everybody gets to come out here and watch these homeless <laughs> people fucking going down on each other. It's hilarious, and you guys are never going to forget my wedding. Break out your iPhones, because we need to put this shit on Vine. <laughs> Vine. <laughs> right. People yeah, send exactly. your stories. People send your stories. Stick around podcast at hotmail.com. Well, actually, we got to get to shit stories. We got a few shit stories. It's been a while since we've done any. That's what we're doing for the post show calls. Yeah, we got some shit stories. The post amble. The the post amble here. All right. Act three. Shit stories. Is the the hiatus is over then officially? I think we did shit stories a few weeks ago. Yeah, we let them in once in a while, but there was but some. Kind I of do a have a few right? that I've been saving, so we're gonna play them in a second. Uh, right. Before we get to our first shit story, here's a word from our sponsor. What do you do? When you're at a family reunion or Thanksgiving, you got a raging boner that won't go away and you're considering fucking your grandmother. You go to Adam and Eve, of course, and you buy a jerk-off sleeve, you know, a dildo, a pocket pussy, something of that nature, so you can go in the bathroom and just take care of that raging boner before you have to bend over your grandma at the table and just fuck her. So go to adamandeve.com and type in the code diddle. That's what grandpa used to do to your dad. Talk to you later. Bye. So, people, you can call 206-666-3846, and, uh, yeah, you can call in with a shit story. As long as it's under three minutes in length, um, we will play your call. And under three feet in length. Yeah. Because if, if it's a shit story that's over three feet in length. If it's a coiler. Yeah, if it's a coiler. A yeah, I'm going to – yeah, you got to send a photo with that because I won't believe it. I need some, like, some actual visual verification. Um, before we get to uh, before we start all this, I gotta play the theme music. Here's the jingle for the sick and wrong bit. Come gather round. It's all about shit. Shit. What's up, sick and wrong? What's up, Dan Lance? This is Jay Hoochie calling from Australia. Just first of all, want to start by saying love the show, but you guys are fucking cocksuckers. Nobody in Australia drinks fucking Fosters. We just don't drink that shit. <laughs> Maybe 10, 15 years ago, people drank it, but fuck, oh, no one drinks that shit now. The truth is coming out. Yeah. The truth is coming out that you did drink it, and I think you I like still how do. the Australian listeners are now just trolling us back by mentioning it all the time. I know. Every time, that, every time an Aussie calls, they have to like call us out for saying that they drink Fosters. Well, they're trolling us back. I know. Whatever. I don't believe them. It's a, it's it's a VB, Colton Draft, in Victoria anyway, that's all people fucking drink. Or your friggin' designer beers, maybe. Fancy faggots. But that's all we drink. <laughs> I like that term, designer uh, Or scotch or bourbon, yeah. 
Of course. But fuck Foster's. No one fucking drinks that, you fuckwits. Anyway, i got a shit story for you. Uh, I've been meaning to call you about this one for a while. I've been listening to your show since sort of mid-300s. Uh, love it. Uh, been going back, listening to the others, just listening to the Bob Madigan stuff at the moment. And Yeah, love the show. Anyway, R. my R. shit story. Years ago, I knew this chick. I uh, was with her for a couple of weeks. Never got to fuck her because she was a prude. Anyway, we're at her house. Uh, must have been early 20s, late teens. Fucked if I know. We decided it would be a good idea uh, to have uh, some beer bongs, which is where you get a, get some beers, get a funnel, get a hose, you know, pour it in, get really pissed quick. When's the last time you bonged a beer? <laughs> I'm more interested that he thinks we don't know what a beer bong is. <laughs> like, huh? This guy's like the Australian Thomas Edison. Yeah, like he invented we don't something I've never heard of here. before. <laughs> what? Oh, when was the last time I bonged a beer, though? I don't know. I was never a big beer bonger. You know what? I like to shotgun beers. Uh, you know, that's what we usually did in Michigan is we shotgun beers. I, I mean, people I mean, did bong beers. Well, I had friends that had beer bongs. I mean, we used to bong beers too, but... But shotgunning is just so much easier. You just have your house key and you poke a hole in the bottom, maybe a couple holes, and well, then you open it wide open and you just drink it all down without like even really taking a breath. I maybe had one friend in high school that actually owned a beer bong, like a funnel, and then we did it. You know, we actually bonged a beer. Most of the time we shotgun beers. But in college... As long as you're going to get the bong out, you got to do like three. But in college, a lot of people had beer bongs because it was like a college thing to have. You buy an actual like marijuana bong, like a water pipe, and then you also buy a beer bong. (laughs) Or you just make it with parts from the auto store. (laughs) But back then it really was like... I I mean, I do kind of drink for enjoyment now, like... (laughs) But back then, yeah, I was like, how can I get as super shit-faced as possible as quickly as possible? I think it'd be really funny, though, at your age now, if you still bong beers. and like Just your every friends... night before I go out? No, but like when your friends came over, instead What's of just up? being like, hey, I got a bottle of, uh, you know, 13-year-old wine. Just bong it? Yeah, you're just like, let's bong some beers and go out, woo! Uh, what do I just bong? <laughs> you know, I got this... Uh... You know, it's a Napa cab. It's uh, it's from uh, Alpha Omega. It's it's. I've been holding on to it for a special occasion. But you know, I think tonight's the night. Fuck it. Like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'll have a glass. Glass. We're bonging this shit. You don't. You don't just drink like a fancy wine like this out of a glass. It's a special occasion. Fucking faggot. Just bonging. Did you hear that about shit. the guy? Uh, this is a super tangent. Not really, but did you hear about the guy who he broke the beer mile record in San Francisco this week or in the Bay area? I don't know if it's in San Francisco. What's the beer mile? It doesn't sound very hard until you hear his time. So let me set it up. You just run a mile on a track, right? A quarter mile track. And then every quarter mile you drink a beer. So you drink four beers and you run a mile, but this guy broke the record. Well, what was his time? His time was like four minutes and 96 seconds. Jesus. That's, I don't think I can. Well, no, I know I can't. I can't run, run a mile, mile in that time. Four minutes, and I don't seconds. think I can drink four beers in that time. He did both. He wait. So he ran a mile in four minutes and ninety six, and he drank a. He drank four beers in that time. I could be wrong on the time. It's somewhere around five minutes, though. That's insane. It's totally insane. And do you? Does he stop to drink the beer, or is, or is he, he drinking just doing it while he's, he's going? Running? And how the fuck? That's. I mean, and he's I can running. Run a mile, I mean, he's I can running. Run a mile in, in he's not 10 jogging. Minutes. Yeah, he's running as fast as I can run. I could probably run a seven-minute mile, but there's no way I could drink four beers while doing it. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. I mean, I'm super impressed. Yeah. 
but we thought it'd be a great idea to smoke a bowl of plain, tamac- plain tobacco straight after the, uh, the beers, just to give it a kick. And after a few of them, I thought, fuck this, let's get some real weed. So I caught up a dude. By the time he turned up with the weed, I was that fucked. I had to crawl down the hallway, army style, to get the weed off him. I carried it back to the room in my lips, spat it out, started smoking, and then the whole fucking day's just gone. I don't know what happened. Get Next thing, I'm in the shower. This is the- that's, that's the thing. Once, once you're really drunk, once you're pissed like that, and then you start smoking weed, yeah. it, it, you're done. You're, you're done. done. You're going to pee. It's fun, though. When you're well, young. It's, a, it's a good time. It's just Especially I, when you're with a girl you want to fuck, but you won't fuck you. But there's you're no like, way oh, you're going to have get... sex with her. Yeah, but you know it's not going to happen anyways. You're just like, let's just get inhumanly wasted. And maybe I'll puke on you. <laughs> and then you'll have to take your shirt off and I'll get to see your tits. Middle of the day, and they had one of those combination bath, shower type things with a screen that pulls around. But I'm just standing there completely naked. Somehow got in there. I was throwing up, and at the same time, I just started shitting, like just chunks of fucking shotgun shit started flying out of my ass, just Hold fucking going everywhere. Tailing, I'm just... <laughs> He's rooster tailing. You got a rooster down there, don't you? <laughs> I love how he's doing this in this 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 girl's bathroom. <laughs> no, no, he's saying it's his. He said he had one of these uh, combination showers. No, I think he's there. at her house. Oh, okay. But maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought you said he was at her house. I'm dying. I'm standing up fucked. Absolutely fucked. And then I hear screaming. Like, out of my delirium, my fucked state, I look up, and there's this chick's mother just standing there in the hallway <laughs> looking at me through the fucking bathroom door and screaming at me. Like, like she's going, what are you doing? Oh, what are you doing in my shower? And I'm fucked. Like, throwing up, like? shitting, and I'm trying to push <laughs> chunks of shit down the plug hole with my fucking toe. And all I could do was just scream at her. I'm just, just, don't look at me! Don't look at me! As I'm cramming the shit and the fucking vomit down the plug hole. Anyway, I, I cannot remember how the day ended or what the fuck happened, but that was pretty much it with her. You yeah. still have your teeth? Well, I could imagine you probably didn't get laid. <laughs> By the mom? <laughs> By either one, really. I'm surprised he had the wherewithal to try to sh- smash the shit down the drain. If you there's were that- certain type of there's certain type of women though who do appreciate this uh, what an Aussie bastard bacchanality or whatever. I, you I have don't... to be a, you have to be a super hot dude though. But have you ever seen? Uh, I don't think any girl would be into John Hamm rooster tailing in her shower. No, but haven't you seen any of those punk rock documentaries where it's the girls talking about young Iggy Pop and he would just be super fucking wasted and like blowing snot out of his nose and like slurping it up with his mouth and, you know, putting peanut butter all over his asshole. And there's just like he was just so raw and just hot and young and virile and, and, you know, essential. Iggy Pop could do that. Jim Morrison. This is what I'm saying. You have to be like a hot Gross, a hot famous person like that, oh, that's famous that's oh, notorious okay. you know i don't think but i feel like when these stories were were related in the punk rock do documentaries iggy pop wasn't famous he was he had his aspiration he was a rock star okay he was a rock star that. at that point the stooges he wasn't were, famous but he's a rock star. yeah okay but the stooges were a successful well-known band all right you know and i think people were willing to is deal that in with please it kill me or is it in some video i watched probably in a video probably in both no think you don't really make it back from that sort of shit anyway guys uh keep it sick keep, keep it wrong i fucking love the show uh d just trying not to fuck lance in the ass lance stop being a faggot um stop sucking cocks stop fucking sucking off midgets 
and fucking, no, 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 and no. He goes on like this for a while. I'm just gonna cut that was him a good off. Call. But yeah, now I uh, I agree with you. Thank you there for calling in. I like how he says there's not there's you know there's not much of a way to to, to come back from this to like you know patch this up with the girl or her mom or well both. with either one. I, I don't really <laughs> see you rebounding from a situation like this. I would want. I mean, I would want appreciation for making it to the shower that would be like imagine if i did this in your living room <laughs> i'm in the shower and all it's going down the drain you can like fucking lice all the whole sh- i'll buy a new goddamn shower curtain it's five dollars Yeah, because he would have ruined her couch otherwise I mean, the house would have been fucked but look i made it to the sh- i'm smart enough and enough of an experienced uh drug and alcohol abuser that i made it to the shower and even got my clothes off i can even put my clothes back on that are still clean and get the fuck out of here because you obviously don't want me here anymore like don't you appreciate any of that do you think if he got that drunk to rooster tail in this girl's shower do you think he blacked out forgot about this whole thing then on tuesday called her up it's like hey what she are you doing this it. weekend i'll drink some fosters <laughs> she's like no. fuck you <laughs> you know sometimes you black out but then the memories slowly come back and haunt you <laughs> maybe that happened but the, the story is too vivid vividly told for him to not remember no, he, he remembered every every lurid detail would yeah. you even bother trying to you know call this girl and apologize at this yeah, point yeah i mean you know it depends but yeah probably what would you say what would well, you say? Uh, you'd start out by a, yeah, saying, "Oh, I'm really sorry. I, you know, we got fucked up the other day. Were you that fucked up? I was fucked up. And like your mom, and then the the fouling <laughs> of the shower. <laughs> Is that do I, do I need to buy you a new shower curtain? Just never speak to her again and forget that it, or that you it just ever happened. Her again. But then Although, you live with the shame. You have to get closure. I, don't, I would just either. I mean, if it was like if I was in high school. Sure. Then maybe I'd try to do that, but I, yeah, I would just try to. See, I'm the opposite. I would avoid it and pretend it never happened. I'm the opposite. In high school, I would have just said, fuck off. I'm out of (laughs) here. I won't live in this town much longer, anyways. (laughs) Now I would, now I'd feel much more like, I know I'm going to see you at the bar someday or at a restaurant or just in the grocery store. And I just don't want to dread that for the rest of my life. So I'm just going to like try my best to smooth things over now. As an adult. Yeah, I would probably just... I would just probably live my life as if it never happened. Well, you live in... We live in different towns. You live in LA. You can reasonably assume that I'll just never see that person again. I live in a smaller town where I probably will see that person again. (laughs) (laughs) You know, unless I move away. That's a good shit story. All right, here's shit story number two. From Nigel. (laughs) Nigel. Hey, Dan Lads. Nigel Brewer here in Connecticut. Wait a minute. I'd just like to Pause share. this immediately. Totally thought this was going to be an Englishman. Is this an American named Nigel? It's an American named Nigel. The That's only amazing. one. It's amazing. Yeah. Never thought this would happen. A quick story about... Well, I guess it's more of a shit story than anything. So <laughs> you know what it is. One night, I was laying in bed, sleeping with my wife. Everything's fine, normal. It's like three in the morning. All of a sudden, I wake up to myself shitting myself. <laughs> I was laying on my stomach. The shit was coming out of my ass. It was all over the blankets, all over my <laughs> pants, everything. So she didn't wake up. 
I run, take a shower, put a blanket down on the bed, and proceed to go back to bed. And <laughs> what? just, you know. What's the protocol here? Wait a second, you didn't even clean it up? Obviously not. <laughs> and I'm just taking that for granted that you're not going to clean it up. What's the protocol with, like, rolling your wife or girlfriend over and then getting her on top of the clean blanket? Or do you not want to disturb her at all? Or is it only on your side? I mean, what do you? what's the thought process there? I think what you should do is roll her on top of the shit and then, and then say she her. did it. Yeah. That's, that's the gentleman. That's, like, the gentlemanly way to handle it. The this. gentleman's gambit. That's the gentleman's gambit. Roll yeah. her on Don't top say of the anything shit. about it, though. That's why it's the gentleman's gambit. Well, yeah. Don't morning, say anything about it. I just sort of put her butthole near it, and then in the morning wake up and be like, oh, would you like breakfast? And then and leave. Th- let her discover it. Let her put the sheets in the hamper and never let say anything about it. Gentlemanly. Or, or if she wakes up, just be like, oh, baby, are you okay? You know, Do you want me you, to get you a, an you, Alka-Seltzer or something? Yeah. Would you like some Pepto-Bismol? Like, that's, a, that's the gentlemanly way to handle this. At that point, you have to clean, the, uh, you know, strip the bed, though. Yeah, you probably should just leave. Then, then get a divorce. <laughs> just, uh, what do they call it? Not even a divorce. You just take off, missing person style. Hey. Well, it comes to find out the, the problem of my pooping problems is that I'm lactose intolerant. I didn't even know it. So apparently even years ago, well, not even years, more like months before that even happened, it's not an excuse, by the way. We Plus, uh, <laughs> when you're telling a shit story, we're mostly interested in the shitting and the embarrassment, not in the background of you know the biological reasons why it happened. Yeah, <laughs> unless no, it's like I ate, drank a bunch of white Russians. Well, we don't want to hear this guy trying to justify it. It's like, well, actually, like the I like, oh, I've been lactose intolerant for years and years, and it's uh, I had my genetic, uh, my genes sequenced, and it's on the uh, K branch of the thirty second nodule of my uh, X chromosome. There's a uh, gene for lactose intolerance. Well, I got in a horrible car accident. I have a colostomy <laughs> bag, and my colostomy bag burst. It's like you know what? That I, no, that I want to hear. <laughs> I'm down with that. <laughs> We didn't have a fucking medical bag. And we're hanging out, listening to some music and whatnot. And all of a sudden, I was going to act like I was going to fart, and I just totally shit my pants. <laughs> uh, so, little lesson learned. If you keep shitting yourself, go check and see if you're lactose intolerant. You know what it sounds like to me? That this guy now uses this as an excuse to shit himself. Like periodically, like he's erotically into it, like that cab driver, or or he's just like you know lazy and he doesn't want to get up and go to the toilet, so he just <laughs> yeah, takes a shit. His then pants. you're uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't think he cares. So I think he just thinks it's funny. Because did you hear him laughing? He's like, yeah, you know, I tried to fart. He probably lifted up his ass as if to fart on his wife, and then he shits himself, and then he's like, oh my god, I shit myself. Oh, I'm lactose intolerant. That happens. Shit happens. Change your diet besides just the milk and and whatnot. You know what, though? To be honest, this guy has carte blanche to do this because he's married and his wife has to put up with it. You know, divorce isn't that hard. (laughs) No, but I mean... (laughs) It's really easy. But it's... Okay, like, I have a girlfriend. I've been dating her since October, November. You're still courting her? Well, no, I've been dating her since November. If I, like, you know, we're watching Game of Thrones... And then I lift up my leg, 
and I go to fart on her, but instead of farting, I just totally shit my pants. We're probably not going to be dating much longer. I don't know. Depends on the girl. I don't think she's going to be into it. But if she's my wife, she would be like, oh, my God, are you okay? Let me. Uh, There's a higher you. threshold for her to be like, we're done. Well, because it's more difficult to be done. Yeah. You know, you it's not that it. high of a threshold, though. No, that's why I feel sorry for Nigel's wife, because now he's like, well, lactose intolerant. Sorry, baby. Shit the bed again. Because he's just too lazy to get up and go take a shit in the toilet. And she just has to be like, <laughs> this is my life. Dear diary. Dear Tumblr. My husband shit the bed again. It seems like he doesn't even care about me and that I have to sleep in it. I love how the guy puts the blanket over it and just sleeps over it, like on top of the shit. I, I don't <laughs> it's, understand. It's like a shit quesadilla. <laughs> and he's sleeping on it. And then what does he say to his wife the next day? It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I shit the bed and I slept on top of it. Why is he, there an extra blanket that the you were sleeping on? Oh, there's my shit is underneath there in between this blanket and our normal sheets. And I want to do laundry later. You know, it's probably the blanket that her grandmother knitted for them or something. The for quilt. Christmas. <laughs> the quilt. A shawl. <laughs> Not a shawl. I guess, right, yeah. Maybe we we got one more. One more shit story. It's a short one. Hey, fucktards. This is Leonidas up in Anchorage, Alaska. Trying to say Leonidas. Up. So uh, all your callers have been calling it. Do you think it's a real voice? No. It's got to be a He's got like some kind of voice modulator. No, this is like, uh, what's the dude's name from uh, Saw? Oh, I forgot. Jigsaw? Jigsaw. Yeah, Jigsaw. Yeah, so he sounds like. It's that little puppet. With their shit stories, and they've been whack as fuck. So I've waited and waited, and nobody has any good stories. So here's my story. I'm about 15, growing up in Denton, Texas, and me and my buddies are roaming the neighborhoods, tearing shit up. We find a trampoline <laughs> in some... Does Jigsaw have buddies? Well, when he was 15, he did. Yeah, maybe. Then he became a psychopath later on in life. Yeah, psychopath, uh, hermit. Go bounce the shit out this fucker, and we start trashing it up, bouncing, bouncing, having a good time, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> I laugh real hard and bounce, and all of a sudden, there's like eight or nine moose turds bouncing on the trampoline, and you see all my buddies running off the trampoline, like getting trampled by turds. <laughs> Were they naked? We got a lot more stories to come, but you know, we'll see if you like this one to start with. <laughs> Were they naked? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, was he wearing shorts with no underwear, or was, or were they all just naked? I mean, how does solid lumps of shit, which is what I assume, like when you say like moose turds are bouncing in the trampoline, come out of your underpants and your pants? I I don't know. Maybe mm. he's just naked with his buddies. This and is all like just jumping on trampolines. This is like that movie JFK. Like, wow. I need a diagram with trajectories and arrows and how these came out of his butthole through the underpants, through the pants or shorts or whatever, and and, and now are bouncing on the trampoline. I think it's more of a cross like between... Like point masses. I think it's more of a cross between meatballs and Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Meatballs. Meatballs is a great movie. Especially it's the a good, first one. It is a good movie. And actually the second one too with the alien, the fake E.T. Or the E.T. knockoff, let's say. Oh yeah, that was a, that was good. Was that the second one? Or no, was that it was, the first? no, it was Meatballs too. Yeah, that's a good one too. Was Bill Murray in that? 
Bill Murray's in the first one, not the second one. But the the, the ET knockoff makes up for the lack of Bill Murray. Do you think Bill Murray ever took a shit on a trampoline? Probably. Haven't you heard the stories about that guy? (laughs) (laughs) I can see, uh, what's his name? Uh, The guy that died. Uh, Brian Doyle Murray? (laughs) No. Brian Doyle Murray's my favorite Murray, by the way. No, he was in Blues Brothers. What's his name? Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi. I can see Jim Belushi taking a shit. Jim or John? John. John the guy that died. John Belushi. Jim is the lesser Belushi. Yeah, John Belushi. Yeah, John I can see him taking a shit on a trampoline. Of course he has. And and then continuing to jump around in it. Which it sounds like that's what Jigsaw did over here. Well, Jigsaw, we'd like to hear some more of your shit stories. People, give a call to the Sigurong Hotline, 206-666-3846. So, actually, we have a, uh, a contest going on right now, because we haven't done one in a while. The Byron Smith Audio Remix Contest. It's a lot of words. Byron, who's Byron Smith? It's from last week. He was the guy oh, that shot those two teenagers that broke into his home, and then he recorded all that audio. Recording. And we played the audio last week, and you know, believe it or not, some listeners complained. It's been a while since we got complaints, but we we had a we probably got three complaints saying that we crossed the line. But my favorite one came from this guy named Mark, who wrote, "This is funny." What you guys did on this episode was inexcusable and truly sickening to use this as comedic fodder and squeeze whatever you could get from it. <laughs> I mean, I have so much to say about this, but I think the most clear point is a lot of the time in the show we talk about shit and afterwards I'm like, oh, fuck. I, I feel bad that we talked about that or I regret saying yeah, that post-show specific remorse. thing. Yeah, post-show and I never, remorse. I never tell you to take it out. Because I'm always just like, whatever. But li- literally, when we did the last week's show, I didn't think twice about it. Didn't even cross my mind that anybody would be angry. I, you know, honestly, I didn't feel any remorse about using that at all. I actually thought it was a creative bit. You know, I mean, I, I thought it was great. It's like all these the story different... or the, or the uh, contest that we're running? No, the, the contest that you know, came the out contest of that is story. Great. There, I mean, radio stations across the country were playing this guy's audio. And they're obviously you know, and the, doing I think it. the problem was that, yeah, they took a serious tone Okay, with it. but they were doing it to shock their audiences. That's why people were listening to it. And yes, they were saying, oh, my God, it's horrifying. But they were doing it to get ratings. What we did is we played it, and then we made a bit out of it. We we're invited just, we're people to honest bring it. We're just honest We're just honest yeah. that it's red. We're playing it because it's titillating. Well, it's, it's sensationalism to even release it. So yeah, what, what I mean, do you, you think? Didn't, what, you what didn't like hack into some government website and get the audio when you got it on like some. I right, got it from available... like Huffington Post, right? You know, and and what we did is we creatively made a bit out of this. To and be so, fair, though, I bet the Huffington Post is already also getting a lot of hate mail about putting it up there. But whatever, we're just going with the flow. I just love when someone's pissed off. At us for something that, that makes me want to do shit like that more. Well, that's the thing, you know. I didn't feel any remorse about using it because I did think it was creative, and I, I encourage people to to uh, send in their submissions. The guy makes know? the point that, like, uh, you know, like think about the family of the kids who got shot, but what about all the other stories we do? Just because there's no audio, just because we're talking about it and we're reading an article, like those families don't deserve any recognition. Cause the, the guy's point, uh, you know, all the listeners who called and complained or wrote in and complained their points were 
that like you know we went we crossed the line but like all the other stories we do about people getting murdered they all have families too there's just no audio and the audio makes it worse what the you fuck know, you know what mark this show knows no line we have no line there is no line <laughs> there isn't a line honestly there's no there line is to know. no but at this point at this day and age there is no line we don't have you a know, line the, the whole thing is like uh what if it was your kid I'd be super sad and grief stricken and, 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 you know, I, yeah, there, I, I just expect that all the news organizations and not the more even a news organization and shitty blogs and podcasts would be just making, it would just be fodder grist for the mill. You know what I And do? it would make me even more sad, but that's the fucking world we live in now. I would make the best remix you've ever heard and enter in this competition to win one of the fabulous prizes that this podcast is offering. to your dead child. (laughs) You're just making these people (laughs) matter now. But seriously, we got a submission from this guy, Mutant. I got to say. can't play it yet, though. I got to say, I was blown away by it. It, He. It's supposed to be on YouTube, right? Did he post it to YouTube? He posted it to YouTube. I'm going to. Oh, good. So people can go see. We're not going to play it, but you can go there and see it. I'm not going to play it now, but it's it's a visual masterpiece. He made like a video game out of this. It's it's really impressive, and it I and I always well I'm always impressed <laughs> and when when we have a talented uh, listener that submits something like that. So right now, that's one of the best submissions I've seen. We've got a couple others that aren't even worth mentioning. But people send in, just post a video, make a video of the audio recording. The audio is on our website, com. You can download it, make a video out of it. As just try to use the Sick and Wrong logo or mention Sick and Wrong in it in the video at some point. Post it to YouTube. Whoever gets the most hits will win the contest. We're going to leave it open for a couple more weeks, probably. I'll keep harping on it, mentioning it here on the show. And uh, yeah, we'll have some good prizes this time. I'm not quite sure what we're going to give away. Having the prizes is a little offensive. (laughs) Well, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not behind the prizes. (laughs) We're going to have some good prizes. I'm turning my back on the prizes. There'll be a prize for first place and second place. So uh, send your submissions. uh, Respectful, solemn prize. (laughs) We're going to keep this contest open for a little while. So send in your submissions. Stick around podcast at uh, hotmail.com. Uh, finally, thanks for listening to the show on iTunes. Just go to iTunes, do a search for Sick and Wrong, subscribe, rate, comment. I know we got a rating. We got a couple ratings here uh, in the past week. We need more. Just go to iTunes, do a search for Sick and Wrong, rate, comment on the show. We appreciate it. Boost visibility. Also, Sick and Wrong t-shirts now available. Sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Support the show. Buy a new Sick and Wrong logo. Buy one of these Sick and Wrong logo tees. Um, I know we're going to be doing a redesign soon, but uh, right now we have uh, so working like on people's it. last chance to get the current design. Yeah, because I don't think I'm going to reprint these ones. In the, cur- well, like one in the, the current kind. version. Well, we've done a couple reprints of the current Sigurong logo tee, but these are one of the kind. They're collector's items. So go get one. Go to the Sigurong store on the website. Finally here, Sigurong Song of the Week came in from uh, Gilbert. Which I, I don't Godfrey. think it's his real name. He says, right. I dedicate this show to all the mothers who listen to Singing Wrong. It's Mother by Danzig. It's Mother's Day, right? It's Mother's Day. That's right. Yeah. I forgot. Well, Danzig Did wrote that song for his mom. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> Danzig's mom. Um, She's so proud of her little boy. Gilbert says, little. Gilbert says, if you guys are making wishes come true, I wish Lance would spoon me just one time. <laughs> 
we we could make that happen. We have the T-shirt money. Where do you live, Gilbert? No, for um, a fee. <laughs> Let's spoon a guy for money. I just think we should make this. How much, how much like, money? How much money would it cost for you to spoon a dude for what? Like what, how much? What fifteen minutes? No, probably at least like a couple hours till he fell asleep. A couple hours. Random at least till he fell asleep at night. Probably at you're the, the big you know. spoon, right? Well, yeah, you're spooning him. How much would you need? I'm, Not very much. Nah, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't cost that much. But I'm just saying, we don't need money. We do it for What's free, your like backkit. We would do it for like backkit, like Make a Wish Foundation. No, no, I won't do that. <laughs> if it were you, though, how much would it cost you? I don't know, fifty bucks, twenty bucks, <laughs> fifty bucks. Okay, a, a case of high life. I want like a grand. Oh, wait, a grand for two hours of spooning? Come on. Oh, all right, that, I'm saying fifteen no, I mean, minutes. No air separation, like full on suction spoon no penetration or anything you know in pajamas on but like fucking body heat and shit i was talking 15 minutes i would do it for a case of high life but if you were talking two hours well the time factor is definitely a big deal <sighs> two hours i would say at least five grand no probably at least a grand it's a <laughs> lot of hours. money for just two hours of just that's cheap people you can come up with five grand i, I would prefer or, no you said a grand wouldn't you, you do it for a grand? grand easily? You can get spooned by D. Simon. You wouldn't do it for a grand. And the airfare plus a thousand dollars, and D. Simon will spoon you for an hour. Well, he doesn't want to. Spo- he doesn't want to get spooned by me. He wants to get spooned by you. Well, I, don't, I think people don't know the prices. Well, this guy, we could make when his wish come true. My price is like five thousand bucks. <laughs> you said a thousand dollars previously. It went up. That was for five minutes, and then you said an hour. <laughs> All right, for an hour. We're still working out the parameters. All right, we got to work on this. But uh, we could make that wish come true, people. Plus airfare, because I'm not like going to spend my own money to get there. And a rental car. <laughs> and, like, these, a, look at all these stipulations soap. here. Lance Wackerly's Spoon Rider. These are the soft costs. The hard cost <laughs> is, you know, like $1,000 for 15 minutes. <laughs> so, you know, I listen to this song. Danzig's voice sounds a bit different. On this version of Mother, by the way. Is it a new version? I think it's a remix. <sighs> Play the old know. version. Like, I, I was really into that in, in uh, you know, early high school. No, I gotta say, I, I like this cool. version. It's a good song. I like this version, though. It's not a good song. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, calling your mom for Mother's Day? Yeah. I sent her some candies, too. Look at this. Candies. You're a good son. You got to. I mean, the Midwestern moms, you know, and my mom's, you know, a senior now. They fucking care about that shit so much. What do you think Danzig gets his mother for Mother's Day? Uh, candies, some flowers. Upside down cross. No. He's not that guy. I mean, he has statues of fucking Looney Tunes in his house. He Even he has figured out, even he is like, he used to think he was dark, and now he's just like, I'm just a regular dickhead. I don't know. I still think he's a dickhead. I, th- I think he knows he's a dickhead. Yeah, but I, I bet you he probably buys his mom black jelly beans. You know, not sure. the white ones, not, not the colored ones. He puts them up his ass. <laughs> anyway, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there and the mother lovers. Uh, people will be back next week with episode four thirty two. Till then, take it easy. Mother. Turning tangent not to not going way Leave children not to clear my words They weigh what they say 